as a Christian, even in the dark, whatever your darkness, whether it's cancer or divorce or doubt, the list is endless. But even in the dark, when you know what might happen tomorrow, you have been granted the freedom that only Christ can give. Now, what does that freedom mean in your life? Well, I want to talk about it today on Dayspring. I want to talk about freedom. You and I have a reason to celebrate. We're free. And he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. My name is Rex Bullock, and this is Dayspring. Come on in and let's celebrate together. Welcome to Dayspring. Say, listening friend, did you know that it's a fact that you actually use more muscles in your face when you frown than when you smile? Well, today we want you to smile. We're celebrating Jesus, and we want you to join in. We have an exciting message today by Rex Bullock called Freedom, A Reason to Celebrate. And right after our worship time together, Rex joins us with a very special announcement about an upcoming cruise that Dayspring is putting together for our many friends. Let's open our worship time now with the singers and a song that's called Welcome, Holy One.
Well, listening friend, if you've just tuned our way, this is Dayspring, the program that teaches God's standard for holy living. And here's the founder, Rex Bullock. Hi there. Thanks for the worship time today. Oh, my goodness, what a what a grand time we have had. Say, I want to tell you about uh, something very, very special that's going to happen. And uh, even though it's a little bit out in the future, I want you to begin now to make your plans to be with us. Okay? In August of 2002, that's just a little over a year away, August 2002, we at Dayspring are hosting a wonderful, wonderful Alaskan cruise. Now, this is going to be a visual feast. It'll be a tremendous time of uh, sailing from Seattle up the uh, Inland Passage, stopping at several beautiful sites, as well as uh, seeing that enormous, huge glacier that's there. This will be a spectacular time, seven days. So it'll be a visual feast. The weather will will uh, be at optimum time of the year. That's August 25 through September 1, 2002. And the reason I'm telling you now is because I want you to make your plans. Now, here's the spiritual feast. Here's the part that's uh, really going to be wonderful. My wife and I will be there, and we're going to have a tremendous time, and I'll be sharing the Word of God and, and teaching and leading. But also, Dr. Norman Wilson, the speaker for the Wesleyan Hour, is going to join us. Dr. Wilson is one of America's truly great preachers. Outstanding man. You'll love Norman, and uh, he and his wife will be there, and Norman will be sharing and teaching. It'll just be a tremendous time in the Word of God. Give me a, Can you imagine seven days of this? Now, that's not all. Dayspring tenor soloist Richard Beckham, who's been a longtime soloist on this program, great man of God, will be singing. And he'll be just especially singing some grand old favorites, and it'll be a beautiful time. But our special musical guest is Ann Downing. You have seen Ann Downing on the Gaither video series. You've loved her. She's in the Gospel Music Hall of Fame a lady who uh, is just an outstanding performer, but a great, great Christian lady. And she'll be there. She'll be sharing musically and, and talking and just having a wonderful time. So, hey, I want you to make plans now to be with us on the Dayspring Alaska Cruise in 2002. Here's how you can uh, find out more. You can call our 800 number. We'll make sure you get a brochure. You can write to us, you can go to our website, or you can email me. Say that now that you've got a lot of options to get in contact. No excuses, and I want you to be a part of this. And I'm telling you now so that you can adequately plan. That's August 25 through September 1, 2002. You're going to be hearing from Ann Downing, and uh, you'll enjoy her wonderful music. So make sure that you begin to plan now for that time. Be great teaching in the Word and uh, uh, just a great musical time as well as seeing some of the most spectacular sights in all the world. I want you to come. I want you to be a part of it. And I'm eager for us all to get together in a wonderful time of fellowship. Say, my friend, I need to hear from you. Your letter, your call is so important. Join our prayer partners 
get online with us. Uh, there's a whole list of products and uh, various tapes and uh, recordings and uh, all kinds of spiritual resources that you can uh, you can have. So, uh, just simply uh, log on to our website, www.dayspringradio.com. And uh, I'll be more than happy to kind of guide you around that site when you get there, and, and we'll just have a wonderful time. And, and I'd like to hear from you. Or email me at rex at dayspringradio.com. Okay. Enough said. I'm looking forward to being in the Word with you today and teaching on freedom. Thank you, Rex. The Northwest Passage is one of the most beautiful spots in North America. And I hope, listening friend, you'll begin to make plans to join Dayspring on this lovely cruise. Say, listening friend, as summer stays with us for a while, I hope you'll remember Dayspring with your financial support to help beam the message at home and abroad. Our address is Post Office Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. That's P.O. Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. And our toll-free telephone number, 1-800-783-DAYS, 1-800-783-DAYS. We also remind you of our email address, www.dayspringradio.com. Can we hear from you this week, my friend? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, before Rex steps to the microphone with his message, Freedom, a Reason to Celebrate, here's Ann Downing. When sin destroys a life What once was pure is now dimmed Dreams and plans have all been crushed There is no hope for joy again Pain is great The hurt is deep You cry for help has been drowned in all the tears you weep. That's why there's grace for all your sin to redeem your heart, to life again, to hold your pain in a strong you held has been betrayed there's no desire to give your love you cry along you are afraid anger is sharp resentment too how can this be you've done all that you know to do why there's grace for every hour to bear your hurt with healing power to hold your pain in a strong embrace because 
The triumphal entry of Jesus Christ into Jerusalem in Matthew 21 and Luke 19 always seems strange to me. On the surface, it looks like just another party. There are the same smiles, there's the excitement, there's the celebration, but there's more going on here. In the midst of celebration, Jesus is preparing to die. He's going to be mocked, he's going to be scourged, he's going to be crucified. He knew it, his disciples knew it. And when you realize what is really happening here, it just about takes the fun out of the party. When Napoleon returned from his successful campaigns in Austria and Italy, amid the clamorous shouts of his people, a friend said to him, It must be delightful to be greeted with such a demonstration of enthusiastic admiration. And Napoleon said, Nonsense. This same unthinking crowd, under a slightly different set of circumstances, would follow me just as eagerly to the scaffold. And that's true. In fact, that's what happened with Jesus Christ. On Sunday they praised him, and on Friday they crucified him. Now, to play off my friend Tony Campolo's classic sermon, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. In this instance, it's Sunday, but Friday's coming. Now, the interesting thing about this entire episode, as Jesus enters Jerusalem on a donkey and people place palm branches at his feet, is that Jesus, knowing what was to come, allowed the celebration to continue and even encouraged his disciples to get involved, to participate. In the dark, the disciples were free enough to have a party. It reminds me of eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. Now, as a Christian, even in the dark, and whatever your darkness may be, whether it's cancer or divorce or doubt, and the list is endless, even when you know what might happen tomorrow, you have been granted the freedom that only Christ can give. Now, what does that freedom mean in your life? Well, let's talk about it today. When you are free, truth cannot be ignored. Do you get that? When you are free, truth cannot be ignored. Matthew chapter 21, verses 4 and 5 set the tone for what I'm talking about. Winston Churchill said this, The truth is incontrovertible. Panic may resent it. Ignorance may deride it. Malice may distort it. But there it is. Everything we are and everything we do as Christians has to do with truth. Not long ago, I read about a woman in college who had taken algebra four times, even though she had passed it each time. And the college president <laughs> noting that fact on her record, ask her about it. And she said, well, you see, I spend all of my time arguing about everything in the world. It's nice to study something about which there is absolutely no argument. And truth is like that, my friend. Henry VIII wrote a tract about Martin Luther, which the Pope titled Defender of the Faith. Now, the court jester said to Henry VIII, my good Henry, let thee defend me, and me defend thee, but let the faith defend itself. Faith, my friend, doesn't need a defense. Truth is truth. They, they can take it out of schools. They can make fun of it. They can ignore it. They can pretend it doesn't exist, but it still is true. There is a God. 
and he will hold men and women accountable. God is in charge. Jesus Christ will return. Jesus has set you free. When you're free, you don't have to worry anymore about what people think. Truth cannot be ignored. You remember that. Very first important thing to know about truth. It cannot be ignored. Now, when you're free, belief cannot be denied. Belief. It can't be denied. In the biblical sense, belief is a gift. You can't work it up. Faith is given. And once you have faith, you can't get rid of it. Now, that's what Pascal meant when he prayed, I would not have searched for thee if thou hadst not already found me. I'm a pretty good arguer. If you are not a believer and want to argue about it, I'll win. Now, that's not a statement of pride. It's it's just a fact. Theology is my business, but I'll let you in on a little secret. I believed because I believed. I believed because I believe it is just there. I can't shake it. Did you know that in 1949, Billy Graham had a crisis in belief? Doubts were just eating him alive. And whenever Billy Graham would stand to preach in the back of his mind, he would ask, is this true? Can I really say this? And he took his Bible up into the high Sierra Nevada mountains in California. Billy Graham opened the Bible, got down on his knees, and, and he prayed this, Father, I cannot understand many things in this book, but I accept it by faith to be authoritative. And it was at that point that Billy Graham's life changed, and he became an explosion for Christ, literally. God gave him a gift, the gift of faith. Now, the people who put their palm branches down at Jesus' feet could not explain it. They had not been to rabbinical school. They had not studied apologetics, but they just knew all the military might of Rome and the manipulation of the religious establishment could not shake them from their belief. Their belief just could not be denied. In a cellar in Germany after the Second World War, someone found these words, I believe. I believe in the sun, even when it's not shining. I believe in love, even when I feel it not. I believe in God, even when he is silent. I don't know why. We believe the unbelievable. But when you have the freedom of belief, when you have been given that gift, you keep on believing even in the dark. Wow. Now, when you're free, joy cannot be suppressed. That's right. When you're free, joy cannot be suppressed. When the multitudes who went before and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. It's in Matthew 21, 9. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered and said to them, I tell you that if these should keep silent, the stones would immediately cry out. <laughs> I heard about Cynthia Clausen, that beautiful singer. 
She just performs so wonderfully and, and sings from her heart. One of the interesting things about Cynthia Clausen is the way that she moves her hands and the upper part of her body. And, and one evening she said, people ask me why I do this. Well, she said, I was the daughter of a Southern Baptist minister and, and we don't dance. And so while I had to keep my feet still, the top of me just wouldn't stop. <laughs> Joy is like that, my friend. Joy is like that. Religious people put down joy. Do you know what really religious people hate about genuine joy? You know what it is? They can't control it. And we all like to be in control. The fact is, they can't control joy now, and they will never be able to control joy in the future. Free laughter comes from knowing Christ's presence. If Jesus were to return today, the first thing we would do is to fall on our knees. The second thing we would do is laugh and laugh and laugh and praise and worship. Now, I, I want to mention one other thing to you. When you're free, hope cannot be banished. Matthew 21, verse 10 says, And when he had come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? They had hope. In response to a moving article on uh, today's society and its effect on children, uh, a friend attached a note. And, and this is what it said. We are called to comfort when we can with the comfort with which he has comforted us. But it is still hard to live in a fallen world with eternity in our hearts. Oh, that's so true. The comment comes from Ecclesiastes 3.11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. Now, as Christians, we hold the hope of eternity and its fulfillment in our hearts and that hope cannot be banished. It's the eternity in our hearts which makes the difference between a celebration and a funeral. Absolutely. It does not yet appear what we shall be. Remember that? John said that. Beloved, now are we the children of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. You see, we look into a mirror dimly. We do die not having received what was promised. But deep down, deep down, we know that there is more than this. It's that knowledge which moved the city of Jerusalem. It's also that same knowledge which will cause us to bring our palm branches to his party. D.L. Moody once said, Someday you will read that old D.L. is dead. Don't believe it. On that day, D.L. Moody will be far more alive than he is right now. Remember that you aren't home yet, but someday you will be. So if you look at what happened later that week, the party was really a farce. The triumphal entry of Jesus Christ was a celebration on the Titanic, to be sure. But if you only ask the Father, He will set you free and give you his eyes 
And you will then see beyond Friday. You'll see beyond Friday and the cross and the pain to the truth, to the belief, to the joy, to the hope. You will then see beyond the death to the resurrection. Those who are not free will hear the laughter at our party and they simply won't understand. And that's sad. Unbelief talks about freedom. But there is none. Unbelief has no holidays, for they have nothing to celebrate. You and I are the celebrants. Do you have truth? Do you have freedom? If you do, my friend, you have joy and you have hope. And you and I can be free indeed. Thank you, Lord for giving us your freedom. Thank you for giving us your joy. Thank you for giving us your truth and the hope that we will see you again. Oh, thank you that one day we're going to get to be with you. Now help us to live in freedom here and now and to put it into practice. And we're going to praise your name forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Rex, for that message today. Well, we close Dayspring for another week, my friend. With this reminder, you can reach us by email. The email address is www.dayspringradio.com. Or you can contact us through our mailing address, 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. That's P.O. Box 56300, Portland, Oregon, 97238. If you'd like to call us, it's toll-free, 1-800-783-DAYS. Next week, we return with another message from God's Word by Rex Bullock. And on behalf of all of us here at Dayspring, goodbye until next week at this same time on this fine station for Dayspring. <laughs>